Thanks for tuning in to the Direct Access to Oxford Physical Therapy podcast, where we talk about your body, how it moves, and empowering you with the knowledge to manage and treat your pain or discomfort. You will also get an exclusive behind-the-scenes look at a successful private practice. You have the questions, and we have the answers. Now let's get moving. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Direct Access to Oxford Physical Therapy podcast. I'm your host, Matt. And your co-host, Allie. And we have special guests joining us today. We have one of our founders, Pete Zulia. Returning guest, Pete. That's right. Pete, say hello. How you doing? Good. And a special, special guest, Frank DeJulius. Welcome, Frank. Thanks for having me. Good morning. Why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and and what brings you here today, Frank? Sure, yeah. My name is Frank DeJulius, and uh, my wife and I are the owners of Fleet Feet here in Cincinnati. Um, We've been partners with Oxford for... Well, as long as we've owned Fleet Feet, um, but the partnership actually predates us, um, probably going on 20 years Almost or 20 so. 20 years. Yeah, yeah um, here in Cincinnati. So um, both community-based businesses, both um, highly engaged in the well-being of the Cincinnati community. So um, it's been a natural fit for years. And at the heart of that is direct access, right? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. We meant it when we said early and often. Last episode. <laughs> That's right. I always have to get my direct access plug in. So You could walk right into Fleet Feet and you could walk right into Oxford. That's right. That's right. And tell, um, you know, give us maybe a little case study or an example of, you know, uh, how the partnership between our two organizations works. Yeah, I mean, I think the easiest way to think about it is that um, Fleet Feet serves a running, the running population, running and walking, active lifestyle. And just the, the nature of that particular lifestyle is that sometimes uh, you might get a twinge or something hurts or you need to get fixed up or you just want to make sure that doesn't happen. So having a strong partnership with a, with a PT organization that could help keep the body moving, you know, going forward and healthy, it's just, like I said, it's Those seamless. Running. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. And in reverse, I think from our standpoint um, versus us throwing a patient into, uh, I'm going to say uh, a bad word here, Dick's Sporting Goods, um, <laughs> or some other massive big box retailer, um, what kind of experiences is someone going to get coming to you guys for some help with footwear? Yeah, it's it's one-on-one. I mean, you know, that's the that's the main point is that we're going to take every guest in and, you know, really do a full interview process. I mean, it's really similar to what happens, you know, at, at Oxford. Mm-hmm. Um, we're listening to them. We're listening to all their aches and pains. We're understanding what their goals are. And um, beyond that, then we actually take some really uh, particular measurements. We use a 3D scanning device and a pressure plate to really get some good information on arch profile and foot shape and things like that so that we can make really good recommendations on footwear. Sometimes we're, you know, the conversation will go to socks because a sock can make all the difference in the world or sure. an insole and things like that. It's not selling product. They're actually fitting product. And, yeah. and that's that's the difference. And at the same time, because we have very similar missions um, serving the public with, with them using, uh, you know, not just footwear, but just lifestyle, and us using physical therapy, trying to make a difference is, is the most important thing. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you said that. You hit on a number of things there. Serving the community, making a difference, lifestyle, and that's perfect segue into kind of what we're here to talk about today, which is uh, the partnership, not just between our two organizations, but many in the community, uh, with the Bob Huggins Foundation and Norma Ray Foundation. Right. So, um, well, Norma, Norma May Huggins was Bob's uh, mom who um, passed away from uh, cancer 
in 2003, and this is when Bob was still the head basketball coach at the University of Cincinnati. Um, she and her husband, Charlie, Bob's dad, were born and raised in Morgantown, which is where WVU is. Bob was actually born in Morgantown as well. And um, that what they did was the family started a foundation in their mom's name at, at WVU hospitals, uh, and which evolved into the Cancer Institute. And um, uh, clearly, when you have your mother's name on something, it is uh, very impactful, uh, very meaningful, and it's very hands-on. And, um, and so over the course of time, we, uh, we developed a, par- a friendship, and uh, I was able to share my story about how my, my father passed away from lung cancer. That's 26 years ago. Um, and, uh, you know, just what negative impact it brings, but also what gives you the, 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 the wherewithal to say, we've got to do something different. We've got to make something as a positive. So you turn a negative into a positive. And um, um, through some philanthropic stuff that uh, my wife Linda and I try to do, um, you know, Bob one day just kind of looked at me and said, you know, figure something out. I mean, do something that has more of an impact than what whatever you're thinking about doing. And then the natural was to just have this comparison between what our our, um, our parents went through uh, and wishing no one goes through this as well. And so uh, Linda and I kind of had a, uh, an idea uh, literally the first person I called was Frank. And this was probably sp- late spring, early summer of ni- 2019. Yeah, yeah. Um, I had to stop him because the second I gave him the idea, he was like in, in like, let's get this done now. It's like, Frank, I haven't even told anybody yet. <laughs> and so I knew he was on board. Because Entrepreneurial of, spirit, right? There you it go. It was a good idea. <laughs> there run. you go. Let's and, go. you know, when you have dreamers in a room – talking about stuff that you can make an impact on that was kind of the cool thing and then into the fall we made some some commitments to the to the institute uh, bob was totally on board with us uh, we brought a contingent of oxford uh, people down to uh, morgantown frank came down as well just to kind of see what the institute's doing we were blown away by the things they were doing and the fact that the University uh, Cancer Institute is affiliated with 101 other uh, cancer uh, institutes slash hospitals uh, in the country, all of their information is shared. So the mentality of cancer research and care for everyone everywhere was born. And so we had some great momentum going into uh, January of 2020. We made a huge donation to the the annual fish fry, which is an experience in and of itself that Bob has every year. The year that we were there, they brought in a million dollars in one night. And so the thing that was kind of cool was our momentum was really kind of taken off. Well, clearly 2020 had other things in mind so we had to put everything on hold another bad word that starts with c right that's That's exactly (laughs) it and then and then the thing is the whole time we were going through what our challenges were and trust me that's another podcast for what this man went through (laughs) um but frank's breaking out in a cold sweat (laughs) we we don't want to bring up 2020 no 2020 was yeah but but the thing is is that we always kept our 
what we wanted to do is bring the Huggins uh, Foundation to Cincinnati because of Bob's following. And so once the university, um, the state, the health department, both in West Virginia and Ohio, gave us the clear to go, we had literally 90 days to put Mm -hmm. something on. And so with all the restrictions and all the things you have to go through, and literally at the end of the day, we brought in in one night, actually one weekend, which was the run uh, as well as the dinner, uh, over $150,000. That's awesome. And so all that did was give us even more uh, momentum and more ideas and more things to go on. We've already had our first actual organizational meeting for next year's homecoming. Um, and uh, I think we blew people away. Yeah, I think it was halfway through the night where we we must have come together, and I could tell he was thinking the same thing I was thinking, which was next year. Right. I mean, we were you know we were in the moment having a great time, but the brain was already going, okay, here's how we get this better, here's how we get it bigger, here's how we make it, you know, whatever that number ends up being in the right. future. Sure, um, sure. So that's just that's just the, been been the mentality since day one. Um, I know Pete's um, motivation, you know, uh, with his personal impact of his father and, you know, his death from cancer. But, uh, Frank, was there a personal impact for you? Was there a motivation from your side? You know, I, I think, of course, cancer has affected my my family's life. Yeah. Um, you know, I think everybody could probably say that to some level. Sure. Unfortunately. Um, but honestly, beyond that, I, I want, I've, you know, we always want to make a difference. And yeah. Through what we do at Fleet Feet, I think we make a lot of small differences. Yeah. Every weekend, if we're supporting a church 5K or this cause or that cause, and we're proud to do those things. But when you when you could take big swings, you know right. that's when it gets exciting. And and you know Pete's always given given me the opportunity to make big swings and yeah. like you said earlier, just kind of be a dreamer. So I just I followed his lead. You know I don't before ever knowing Pete. You know a decade ago, I I you know didn't know anything about Morgantown or WVU. Um, but it didn't take long to just appreciate i think the trip helped and yeah. obviously i've known you for yeah as long as i have and knowing your affiliation and, and love for the university so when i went down there and saw what they were doing yeah. um and then the easy connection to you know huggins and having known that he had that history in cincinnati just made all the sense in the world and the thing that's really kind of cool is is that um the things that we're going to bring from it um, we want to bring the cancer the, the head of the cancer institute at wvu since they're affiliated with uc uh, have it more like a continuing educate next year's continuing education facet for her, so she can come down, collaborate with her her um, contemporaries at the university. I think it's the Barrett Foundation or the Barrett Hospital, yep. um, and then have a report at the homecoming about clinically what's going on, so that not only are we having a good time, and not only are we bringing in money, and not only are we doing th- we're showing Which- there's a collaboration. Um, to really beat this thing. And so we want that involvement. We're also going to bring uh, anybody that has uh, some, from a donation perspective, um, they're going to have the same opportunities when they support what we're doing. They're going to have the same opportunities to go down to Morgantown and have a, and have a kind of an open house like we went through. Exactly. And I mean, we actually saw treatments going on. Okay. It was crazy. And so that opportunity to show that again with all the connections that we have um blowing it out of the water is kind of the goal you know and making it really really impactful for everybody well i think it's important i mean in you know the disease doesn't know any boundaries i mean when when someone gets a malignancy and it spreads 
all over the body and it jumps state lines it jumps family lines it you know it's an issue for everyone so I think uh, you know if we can use the um, competition amongst college athletics and all amongst universities yeah. as a healthy thing to bring in you know dollars for cancer research my goodness what a great it, it, cause yeah and I was gonna say I just think that there's a strong connection with you know, such a great coach in, 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 in Huggins, you know, he, he has this persona, he has this, you know, never say die. I'm going to win. I'm going to make a difference. So whether it's general population, um, that we're reaching or, you know, that running population where a lot of these people that are runners or collegiate runners or have ran competitively in the, in the past, you know, they appreciate that kind of mentality of, yeah. a, of a great coach. And, yeah. And the fun run that we had the, the Sunday morning, um, again, Frank can tell you how hard it is to to organize a race. We stuck this race in the middle of a, a calendar that was continuing to open up, and we thought we could get, I don't know, 25 to 50 people, 75 people showed up. Yep. Um, and it was – the thing is is that we're sitting there going, okay, next year we're going to do this differently, next year we're going to do this year differently. The key thing for us is we got to convince Coach that he's got to be there that morning and and so we've got some scheduling challenges that we're going to definitely put into place but Matt the, the, the thing that is important to us is if you look at our mission statements for our companies this was doing it in spades we just that was what we love to do is to make an impact on not only our community but really make a difference in in our world and um uh, it's not about the notoriety. It's not about. It's about the cause. Mm-hmm. And so, what Frank does with Fleet Feet, and let's not say, let's not make sure that we know this one, that that weekend he opened up his fourth store yeah. right <laughs> on the site that we were doing um, the uh, you know the the race, um, which was another you know kind of uh, new adventure for him. With that's an unknown. To, that's a good, good way to describe yeah. it. Yeah. You don't really suffer from boredom. No. <laughs> no, I get bored easily, yeah. as a matter of fact. And, and so, and so the, just realize that, that with all the things that we've had challenges with, we've never stopped thinking forward. And with what Oxford Physical Therapy does with direct access and bringing community involvement in place and just trying to understand how much of an impact from a functional standpoint we can do for everybody it doesn't matter and I, I mean how many how many grandmothers have we referred to fleet feet so that they have the proper footwear yep. not walking shoes but a running shoe absorbs more pressure than anything yep. so how about taking some of those pressures off of those those feet and those legs and those hips or whatever it is and you know a 75 year old grandma that gets new running shoes she's thinking she's kind of walking on the world oh those are the most fun customers absolutely yeah, yeah. Absolutely. and so those are the that's the reason why the impact of of the huggins homecoming was so important for us for anyone you guys are talking about all the success of the event but for anyone who wasn't there and is just hearing it for the first time can you kind of go into detail what the weekend looked like and what all the events were and kind of the night um 
Oh, you want to start? Yeah, sure. So on on Sunday morning, um, we hosted the 5K, and that was from our new location. I'll tell you, just another another partner of ours, and and one that I think will jump in with both feet next year as we go forward is is um, 50 West Brewing. You know, that's where our new store is, mm-hmm. and um, so they hosted the 5K right there on the uh, Little Miami Scenic Trail, which is which was great. It was a beautiful morning. And after the race, after everybody finished, um, everyone congregated in, they have an area called the burger bar, which is like an outside patio and, um, everyone congregated, which was great. And two of Bob's daughters were there, uh, to speak to the crowd and just kind of, um, address them and thank them for being there. Uh, and then Bob himself, they played a video where he, he did the same and and thanked everybody. So that was just the way the, the weekend kicked off, um, and I think it just primed the pump for, for yeah. Monday. And so w- what happened after that was um, uh, that night, um, Bob came in that afternoon. Uh, and that night he had a, we had a dinner and just shared with us how important this is. It's almost like this guy's not just putting his name to this thing. He's, he is totally involved. And so, um, and I had, I had, my family was there and my sisters actually came in from Buffalo and, uh, they By were, the way, meeting Pete's sisters was a trip. <laughs> that was, I mean, the event was fantastic, but I would have paid double to spend more time with Pete's sisters because that got was more fantastic. Stories that they would share them with you too. So that was <laughs> the reason why yeah, we I would pay handsomely them. for each story. <laughs> <laughs> but they were like, so blown away with the fact that this was just a normal guy. And in sometimes you, you realize that it's not about what you do, it's who you are. And so that literally everybody that, that's in this room right now, it's about that. It's not about our egos. It's not about, you know, look at, hey, look at me for what I'm doing. It's about the cause. Mm-hmm. So then, so he, that, that kind of set the stage. The next day was the, um, was the dinner, which was the, the uh, culmination of the weekend, um, we had limitations because of, of all the things going on. Uh, we sold it out uh, at the Montgomery Inn. Uh, we were allowed to have more tables. We sold those out because of the restrictions were lifted to some degree. And then standing there and looking out over the, the idea, it, it was like I had to really hold back because it was one of those things where, you know, when you have an idea and it actually exceeds the expectation – yeah, and when what happens is then you're up there thinking, okay, next year yeah. we're going to put an extra couple of tables here, and we're going to do this, and we're going to do this. There were people that, that, that were so engaged because of what Coach is thinking and what he's trying to do, and the night was based on a number of different principles that, um, that was have fun, make sure that there's a lot of fellowship going on, but the most important thing is – is that we have to beat cancer. Raise a lot of money. And that's how it happens. So I think what happened was people that were kind of on the periphery kind of understanding, okay, this sounds like a great idea. Let's see what happens. We blew them away with how much money we raised. So everybody now is kind of like, hey, just to let you know, um, you know, we're interested. I had four people come up to me after the event. Two of them had just finished their last chemo treatments. And they basically said, "I'll see you next year." One of the one of the um, one of the participants there came up and said, "Just tell me what you want me to do. I'll do it." Um, four people, just I don't even know who they were, 
And so it's kind of like you kind of sit there and go, okay, we got some folks that are really engaged. Let's make this thing a hot ticket, and next year is going to be even better. So that's the, that's the reason for it. I think, um, you know, obviously growing up in the area, had a you know frame of reference of Bob Huggins and seeing him on the court. Um, it was totally different seeing him in person. And, uh, you know, just he, I just want to convey to – our audience, the passion that he shares for this mission and the emotion and the emotion because he almost broke down a couple of times. I mean, it was evident. I mean, there was no doubt about it. It, this is not, uh, it was not fake. It was not something put on for the event. I mean, it was true, raw, uh, emotion. He cares, he cares deeply for the cause. And I just thought that was really cool. And that really attracted me to, um, you know, just being a, a rallying cry because he's so invested emotionally. Right. I think what Pete said, I mean, if you you put your mother's name on something. Oh, for sure. You're not yeah. going to, you know, I don't care who you are. Yeah. You know, exactly. especially for him. Yeah. yeah. You're not going to mess and it up. And we had a logo that uh, is a caricature of Bob that is so cool. And so to get the logo, we had to contact the artist. And, um, okay, I, I call this guy, and, of course, I'm, I'm like so – happy and aggressive and trying to share all this information with him related to what we're trying to do in Cincinnati and this, this, and this, and we got to use your logo because it's just awesome. Unbeknownst to me, Jeff Moores, who's, who's our, the artist lost his sister to cancer four weeks earlier. So, so I'm on the phone talking to this guy and I go from this ultimate high to now I'm even more motivated because I want to make sure this guy knows that he's in it with us. Yeah. And so he had no problems doing it. He had no problems with all the things in place. We shared his sister's story. Uh, it was part of the, the program. He was so appreciative. And again, now he's going to have to do a logo for next year. Yeah. And when we gave Bob the 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 um, the shirt that he was going to wear that uh, evening the day before and he saw the logo, he was blown away. <laughs> You know, and it's kind of like it's a caricature, so you don't know if they're going to be happy with it or not happy right. with it. Yeah, I mean, it's But it's it was, him. oh, yeah, because it's truly him, yeah. and, you know, especially with the three blind mice. It, it, it was so, again, it, it just added to the entire uh, weekend. If anybody is listening and wants to kind of just see the logo and get a little bit of a capture of how the weekend went, a lot of pictures, a big thank you on our social media pages, both on Oxford Physical Therapy and Fleet Feet's and the WVU Cancer Institute, you can find all of those there. Yeah, and there's a great write-up in the Institute, um, the Institute as well as WVU Foundation uh, on the event as well. Well, I think it's really cool, all of the private independent organizations, uh, Oxford Physical Therapy, Fleet Feet, coming together. I know there's more out there. I know mm-hmm. we owe some thank yous. Uh, I know Montgomery Inn was a huge part. Right. Absolutely. I know yeah. Central Bank was Central a big Bank part. was yeah. a huge part. of Fidens, who uh, has, who constructed and game day media software, for sure. yeah. game day communications. I mean, it, and and again, everybody just was kind of sitting there waiting to see what could happen, and uh, they know that it's it, it was it was pretty strong. Yeah. They should have never doubted us. No. That's right. <laughs> well, it's really cool. I think it's an awesome recap, and I think uh, definitely a great teaser for next year. Yeah. Uh, we'll have to do another episode in the winter. Uh, yeah. And let folks know what to expect. With right. We should do an episode from the fish fry. From the, what, what's going to happen <laughs> is, is that the annual yeah. fish fry, which is his main uh, fundraiser, 
Um, they're going to open it up again this year. Um, last year was semi, semi it was virtual, basically. basically and they, yeah. It was virtual, and they raised $500,000 wow. in one night. So what's going to happen next year is, hint, hint, um, we're actually going to have a Huggins Homecoming table or two from I'm looking at these two across the way from us. Um, and basically what's going to happen is they're going to need to experience what Frank experienced. When I shared with Frank this whole thing about the fish fry, he had no idea what it was because he was excited. He tells his wife, Stacy, who has no clue what he's talking about. Wait a minute, we're going to Morgantown for a fish fry on a Friday night? And, and I might have told her like a couple days before we were leaving. Too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then, his fam- and then his mom and dad and his sisters, yep. they showed up. Yep. It was freaking awesome. And then it was, they were like, I couldn't even believe, how, they were stunned by the whole thing. Yeah, nobody knew what to expect, but as usual, it just it blew everybody away. 1,600 people in a warehouse warehouse essentially yeah yeah i want to know what are the odds of getting your sisters there pete my sisters well (laughs) see here's the other thing my sisters will probably be there all right i'm in yeah (laughs) and and, uh and they were very very gracious um they actually uh, named a room a treatment room at the institute for my dad that's awesome so a nice tribute they want to see that too so sure. mm-hmm. there's they're going to probably provide stories for you so if you want to <laughs> yeah you're they will be more than happy to talk to you about it fantastic yeah well thanks a lot guys for taking time out and uh giving our listeners the information i think it was an awesome event and uh i think anytime you just align passion and you know drive with doing the right thing good things happen absolutely so, right. thanks again for letting it, having us we'll be talking to y'all soon thanks all right. bye Thanks for listening. You can find us online at OxfordPhysicalTherapy.com. And you can also find us on our social media pages like Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok. Remember, you do not need a doctor's referral to receive physical therapy in the state of Ohio and Kentucky, where we offer double the care for less than half the cost. You can schedule appointments online or stop into any center for a free screen, what we like to call a bee visit. Please write a review, send us a comment or message on our social media platforms. And until next time, keep it moving.